co-worker told me about this dream that she had. And in the dream, it was basically like I was tied down. And, you know, I told her, you know, at the time that she was telling me the dream, I was like, well, yeah, if those were the circumstances, then hell yeah, I'll be high now. And I mostly felt that way because of the whole situation with the ex-husband or the then-husband. Yeah, I felt that way because I felt like there were moments that he really did, you know, threaten me. There were moments that he told other people and that was threatening to me. Um, And then there was moments that it was things that he did that I felt like were a threat. So I told her, yeah, I was like, "Uh, you know, her dream was what it was. And yeah, I will be high now, like no doubt. But honestly, I feel like that's what I'm doing now. I feel like I done moved. I don't want nobody to know why I say it. <laughs> you know, only a couple of people know exactly what I say it, and I, I trust those people. And one of them don't know my ex-husband at all. And one of them do. But I know that, you know, after he threatened me, you know, and, and he told her the threat, you know, after he threatened to put me in the hospital the next time he saw me. So, you know, she no longer, you know, she blocked his number after that. I'm gonna slow down. I know this you gonna seem like they in a hurry, so I'm gonna back up. So anyway, um, yeah, after he uh, told her that the next time he see me, he was gonna put me in the hospital. So, you know, after that, she blocked his number. I also started moving a little bit differently, you know, moving around a little different. Um, but anyway, yeah, you know, like only, you know, very few people know why I say it. That's it. <laughs> uh, and it, it's so sad. It's almost like you living in witness protection, child. I just not thought about that. But yeah, that is that is so sad, honey. Like to have to be in, in this secretive position, which is, I just, oh wow, I just thought about this uh, this woman on YouTube that she uses an avatar as her, um, whenever she does videos, you know, it's, it's an avatar and it's so cool, but you know, the reason behind it uh, is like, wow. You know, because of her situation with the men that she's uh, dated and married, and you know stuff like that, and it's a very tumultuous situation. It's like wow, you know. So, you know, hers is for safety reasons, which I totally understand because I feel like, oh, okay, well, there's mom at. Um, because it's like just because you don't think someone will do something doesn't mean that they're not capable of doing it. Just like I thought that he would never hurt me doesn't mean that he wasn't capable of hurting me because guess what he did hurt me so now you know i'm uh, just in a place of just protect me mode i'm in a place of you know what not too many people are going to know where i'm at not too many people want to know anything about me uh, <laughs> you know i'm gonna still do these 
these videos, you know, I'm gonna still get this stuff out. I'm gonna still talk about it. No, no one's gonna hide from it. Um, on one hand, is it like, you know, by me not talking about it, is that me protecting him? And I'm like, you know what? It's not even about him. Um, I don't use his name, but I mean, it's, it's not even about him. Um, it's about sharing the messaging and getting the word out and letting people know that these things do happen, they do exist, we do protect grown men, you know, and I feel like we should. Because we're protecting them, who's protecting us? And I think, you know, well not I think, but I know I did a recording on that. Um, I have to edit it. But still, you know, we do protect grown men, and that needs to stop. Um, yeah, that definitely needs to stop. We make excuses for the wrong that they do. But yet, when it comes to us, Tantrum about something. 
when we would be having counseling sessions, like marriage counseling, me and the now ex, when we would have like marriage counseling sessions, and he would always talk about I'll be in my feelings, I'll be in my emotions, I don't be thinking logically, you know, I just be thinking with my feelings or whatever. You know, and everything was about putting me down. It's like, God damn, dude, like really? Everything was about me. And so, you know, there would be moments that it's like, you saying she's not logical. But bro, you're the one who's not logical. You're the one who's in your feelings when you're talking about this. Also, I think my thing now is that, you know, if somebody has hell on the inside of them, they're going to have hell on the outside of them. Like, you can't be full of hell on the inside of you and dysfunction and, you know, you don't know what the fuck is going on on the inside of you. If you got hell on the inside of you and dysfunction and you don't know if you're going to comment on the inside of you, you, you don't know what's going on on the inside of you there's a fight within you to figure it out then you can't expect you know the person that you're in a relationship with to be your peace and that was one of the things that I've realized that you know that now the relationship is over and I can take a step back and just think about some things and look at situations differently but he would always you know talk about whenever you know he got off work whenever he came home he wanted to come home to peace and to me, it was like, well, damn, it was peaceful before you got here. You know, if I had to, like, hold it all at the place down it was, and pray over it, it was peaceful before you got here. But when you came in, all hell broke loose because there's no peace within you. So what is on the inside of you manifests on the outside of you. I remember... Uh, there's a passage in the Bible on Esther, but I remember uh, the people talking to Jesus about, you know, how his disciples, when they come in, and, you know, like, they don't wash their hands. You know, they just start eating. And Jesus was like, okay, well, it's not what goes on the inside of you, it's what comes out of you. Basically, it's not about what you eat, it's about what you say, because what you say comes from your heart. You know, that's that's how you really feel. You know, the, the words that a man speaks come from his heart. And so it wasn't about the outside, you know, what you, like, if your hands are dirty, then you eat food, you know. That's not what's going to send you to death, basically. <laughs> it's the words that come out of your heart, the words that come out of your mouth. It's going to send you to death, basically. That's how I'm taking it now. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not about what's on the outside of you. It's what's on the inside of you. And it, like I said, if you got hell and destruction on the inside of you, I ain't say destruction, but if you got hell and destruction on the inside of you, that's going to manifest on the outside. It's gonna show up. Baby, if you gonna get the fuck on over there, get the fuck on over here. Either that or turn your goddamn signal off. Okay, well fuck it. Turn the goddamn signal off. <laughs> Shit. Thank you. Hell, <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh. Cause I gave him plenty of space to get on over, honey. But I guess his signal was just on. Like he didn't really wanna get over. Oh, 
but yeah, like that's that's how I feel about it. And I think that's how I'ma go about life. You feel me? Like that's that's the way I'ma go about it. Um so for me it's it's whatever's on the inside of you is gonna manifest to the outside of you. So child <laughs> be careful, honey. And I believe that's how I'm gonna go about looking at people. I'm no longer gonna go into, you know, situations and stuff just trusting people. I done been hurt too many times. I done been burned too many times. I done been scarred too many times. So I'm no longer doing that. You feel me? I am no longer doing that. Those days are gone. Oh. I thought about Monica, but she was being so dumb. Anyway. Yeah, those days are gone, But anyway, yeah. I can no longer afford to give people the benefit of the doubt just because I just met you. I can no longer afford to think of people the same way I think of myself. Like, oh, you know, this person, you know, because I care about the situation, this person will care about the situation. Hell no. <laughs> I can no longer go about my life like that. I can no longer do that because that's not the case. That's not what it is. Not everybody's going to have the same heart that someone else has. You know, not everybody's going to have the same heart that I have. And that's something that um, I have to realize and understand and be okay with. I have to accept that, you know, and it's taken me 40 years to do that. It's taken me this long to do that. But that's okay. That is okay. grieving the death of a loved one, grieving um, your future, you know, the what could have been, you know, grieving that. Um, no one can tell you how long you should take to grieve. No one can be like, oh, it's been three months, it's been six months, it's been five years. No one can tell you your time frame. Because the way you process it is the way you process it. I tried to tell myself, like, damn, we were separated for almost two months. I mean, two years before the divorce was finalized. You know, yeah, we was living apart for most of that two years. But we were still dealing with each other. You know, we were still having conversations. We were still doing a few different things, right? Ooh, something happened down that child. <laughs> Why did he get in his lane, baby? Why did he do that? You know, so like we were still doing, you know, a few different things, right? Um, but still together, but not together, if that makes sense. It probably makes sense. It probably don't. But anyway, 
almost got in the other lane because this truck I'm glad I did so yeah you know it had been you know practically two years that we've been separated for about 14 months or so 14 15 months of those two years we were still dealing with each other um and then you know knowing that he was still lying manipulating you know he was talking to me and <laughs> at least one other person but i'm quite sure it was more than one other person he was talking to a couple of us child and so when I realized, like, damn, you still that same piece of shit that you claim you wasn't, you know, after that, it was like, well, shit, fuck it. Uh-uh, I ain't doing this no more. So I went to the no communication at all, honey. We just not going to communicate. Just nothing. So, yeah, you know, like, we went to that. And more than likely, that was the best decision I could have made. Because then I was able to begin processing things without being lied to you know without being played upon you know begin processing things in therapy be like okay girl like <laughs> you in therapy get it together you know start this healing process even though the divorce hasn't happened it's not finalized yet but just start that process anyway and that's what I told myself and that's what I started doing Whew. all right I'm at work now so Thank you.